You're listening to sermons from St. Thomas Anglican Mission, located in Matthews County, Virginia, striving to live out the ancient faith through common prayer. Here's what we have for you this week. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. So this morning, uh, specifically in the gospel passage, we find coming into chapter 10 uh, that Jesus begins with a parable. Um, And to set the stage just uh, a few verses before, in the previous chapter, we find out that Jesus was talking to some Pharisees. Uh, And so that's where we find the beginning of this stage. Jesus is talking to these Pharisees who are, of course, as always, they have questions and and various things and challenges and all these. And so chapter 10 starts uh, with Jesus. This Good Shepherd passage starts with Jesus continuing his conversation with the Pharisees. You know, in those first five verses where he tells them that he's the door and, and, you know, that he only the, that he's the shepherd and, and these things, after he says that, we discover that these Pharisees, that they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Which, uh, if you're familiar with the Gospels, it seems to be a regular thing, whether it's the Pharisees or the Sadducees or even the disciples, where there's confusion abounds. Um, and of course, I mean, you know, there's, there's, Christ had a way of packaging things and wrapping things that uh, only those that had eyes to see and ears to hear would, would grasp. Um, and so, you know, what they were, these Pharisees were not grasping about Jesus was that Jesus and only Jesus, uh, being the son of God, only he was the path of salvation. Only he could offer true hope. Only in Christ and through Christ and by Christ could we discover life and life abundant. Not just, you know, uh, life in the great hereafter or whatever, but life now, here and now. Life while Abundant life as you go to work, as you you play, you know, play in your yard with your kids, as you go to the grocery store, as you talk to people, as you do whatever it is that your life has you doing, you can have life, life abundant now. And of course, in the world to come, you know, there was the life abundant as far as the eternal life as well. But it's not just for some far off day. It's for here and now as much as it is for then. So a few, uh, just a, a couple of thoughts this morning. Um, so we see in the passage that Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, born of the Virgin Mary, grew up in Nazareth, Bethlehem, born in Bethlehem, grew up in Nazareth. This Jesus, he is the door. He is the means to find our way to true life. Later in the Gospel of St. John, we find Jesus saying to Thomas, uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then later, if we progress further, past the death uh, and burial and the resurrection of Christ, and his glorious ascension. We find in the book of Acts, 
uh, we find Peter saying that salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Jesus is the door to salvation. Jesus is the way to life abundant. Uh, John 10.10, 10, a passage this morning, Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That's not to say that, you know, you're living in some sort of matrix, matrixy existence. Of course, you're living right now, you're breathing and you're existing and you're, you're doing things, but it's not life to the fullest if you don't know Christ. There's something missing. There's a Amen. deep yearning in your heart that's not fulfilled by just going to work, going to the store, watching movies, watching, playing video games. You know, there's, there's something missing. And that missing, that which is missing is Christ. Mm. In this parable, we find that Jesus is not only the door to salvation, but that Jesus is the shepherd. And that as the door and as the shepherd, there is no competition. There is no one else. Everyone else, everyone who came before, everyone who came after, they're all thieves. They're all robbers. None of them were truly able to offer, to say they could offer abundant life and then actually offer it. Their bones still lay in the grave. Their bones still lay in whether that's dirt or a cave or wherever it may be. Christ doesn't. Christ was raised from the dead. Christ was resurrected by the power of God and he ascended into heaven. And that same power, that resurrection power that gives life abundant is in each and every single one of us. Amen. And so as the shepherd, so we know salvation is found in Christ and Christ is adored. We walk through and we find hope. We find life. And as the shepherd, we can find uh, hope and 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 uh, peace and comfort in multiple things. We can find it in that Christ knows our names, and not just oh you're a son of God or a child of God or a daughter of God or you know some you know uh, broad generalized thing, but know that He specifically knows your name. He knows me as Jason. He knows my wife as Myra, and he knows each and every single one of you that are viewing this either during the live stream or during a later time. He knows you by your name directly. We get that because in our passage this morning, John wrote that Jesus said, the shepherd calls his sheep by name and he leads them out. And we know that shepherds uh, in those societies that still, you know, sheep have sheep and do herds and all these things, when they gather all the sheep together in the sheepfold, the sheep pen to keep them safe at night, and then in the morning when the various shepherds go their way, they call to their individual sheep by name and they respond because they know their name and they know the voice of their shepherd, and so they follow their shepherd. In the same way with Christ, he knows our name uh, one of one of me and Myra's favorite uh worship songs uh is by this woman uh tasha cobbs leonard and uh some of the lines in it is 
you know my name. And oh, how you walk with me. Oh, how you talk with me. Oh, how you tell me that I am your own. God, you know me, so I trust you with my life. And I mean, that's, that's it. That should, be, uh, that should be the cry of each of our hearts. But God, you, you know my name. So I trust you with my life. Because it's not just a name, it's he knows our inmost being. He knows who we were meant to be. He knew, knows who we are. And he knows how to get us to be in those men and women of God. We, are, we were destined to be, we were made to be, we were created, we were fashioned in our mother's wombs to be. Another thing, as the shepherd, Christ leads us. Uh, in our psalm this morning, Psalm 23, uh, we heard that he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Christ leads us. He, know, he knows our name. He calls us forth. We respond to that grace. We find the salvation and he tells us to follow him. And like the disciples, we follow him. And he leads us by the still waters. He leads us into times that it doesn't matter how chaotic and chaos-filled life is or if there's a global pandemic or whatever's going on. In Christ, we can find that the storm can be calmed. and We can find hope. We can find grace. We can find peace in the midst of the chaos. We can find mists and we can find peace in the midst of, of the marital strife or in the midst of addiction or in the midst of uh, deep seasons of mourning because of the loss of a loved one uh, or the loss of a job or the loss of this or that. Christ can give us a peace that passes all understandings. That doesn't mean it takes the problem away by any means. It just means that in that moment, he grabs our hand and he says, it's going to be okay. Amen. Because I'm with you. Mm. Another thing is that as the shepherd, he protects us. Uh, you know, shepherds don't just carry a staff simply because they need assistance in walking. You know, they carry that, that, sta that staff, you know, for defensive purposes, as well as the gentle prodding of their sheep and telling them to come along but to smack those things, wolves and other things that are approaching and don't need to be there. And additionally, from our psalm this morning, 23, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And we don't have to fear evil because our Lord Christ, who knows us by name, protects us and will keep us safe. As long as we call upon him, we rely on him, and we trust him, he will protect us. Uh, he also walks with us. Uh, the rest of Psalm 23, verse 4, For you are with me, for your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You are with me. He walks with us through this valley. He walks through us through the mountains. He walks through us. He rides. The fact is, the world and the enemy of our souls, Satan, 
those things, they all seek to ruin us. They seek our ruin because ultimately, you know, the things that the world entices us with and, and tries to suck us in with, at the end of the day, they're all empty and they're hollow and they're fleeting and they're materialistic. You know, they may satisfy you in the moment, but ultimately they leave you wanting more and more. You know, that's why people with addiction and those things, you know, they're satisfied in the moment, but then they want the next fix. They want more and more because it's not a perpetual, they don't have that, that peace. They just want the fix. However, in Christ, we can find meaning. We find purpose. We find fulfillment. We find a way to break the chains. We find a way to uh, push against the urge to go and and uh, get the next fix. Again, it doesn't mean our problems, our troubles, our circumstance goes away and it changes. It just means we have help to endure. We don't have to do life alone. We don't have to, to go on our own afraid of what we will encounter at night when we lay down in bed and our headspace begins to just fill with all kinds of thoughts and concerns and fears in Christ we can push those things away because he knows our name he protects us he leads us and he walks with us Salvation isn't merely something that happens in one moment. Yes, I was saved in October of 97, but it wasn't like it was a box that was checked and that was the end and it's done and over with and now I walk forever saved no matter what I do. Salvation is as much a, it was, there was a moment that I said yes, but each and every day I must continue to say yes because salvation is a journey. You know, I was saved. I am saved being saved and I have hope and great faith that one day I truly will be saved in that moment when I breathe my last and we come to the great judgment and you too can have that assurity and can have that peace and can have that sense by just surrendering to Christ letting hearing that still small voice that I mentioned last week from from uh, the, the passage about Elijah and the mountain and the fire and the wind and this, and but then Christ, the voice of the Lord was in a still small voice. If you would just listen to that voice that calls you by name, calls you by name to walk through the door of salvation, to find Christ, you'll never be alone. Through the storm, through the joy, through the hurt, through the pain, through the celebration. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So let us pray. Oh Lord God, I thank you that you, Father God, I thank you that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to come, to live, and to die so that we could find our way back home to you. So that through Christ, we could find our way to life abundant to that life that our our parents adam and eve found originally had in the garden before the fall so god i pray that you speak your peace 
You speak your comfort. You speak your, your hope, your grace, your mercy into the life of each and every single one of them this morning who may be listening in and watching this live stream or those who may later. God, may we know by the, the, your still small voice, by the tugging of your Holy Spirit, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And that because of these things, you know our name. You, never, you said you will never leave us or forsake us, that we can put our trust in you. And God, though a lot of things don't make sense in our world right now and in our life in general as we go through the various stages in you. We can know that we are not alone. In you, we can know that when life gets tough, you're right there and grabbing our hand and saying, you can make it. Just follow me. Listen to my voice. Listen to my voice and I will lead you through this valley and bring you out the other side. And so, God, may you, pour, may you speak to your people. May you pour your grace and your mercy into the hearts and minds of your people. And if there is any that is watching this that don't know you, that have, have not walked through that door that is Christ, they have not entered into that salvation and that life abundant, this morning may they respond to the provenient grace. May they respond to that beckoning voice saying, Come home. That voice that says John or Mary or Sally or whatever their name is that calls them by name and says, come to me in your weakness, in your weariness, and you will find rest. So God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your abundant presence. We thank you and we give you praise. May you go with us throughout the rest of this day. In Christ's name.